Let's speak briefly of people who die. What happens to a person when he dies? The spirit leaves the body. Where does the spirit go? In the Bible, it says, death is falling asleep. John 11, Lazarus fell asleep. And Jesus was talking to his disciples. And he says, Lazarus has fallen asleep. And they said, but if he sleeps, Lord, he does well, thinking he meant natural sleep. And Jesus plainly said, Lazarus is dead. We know by the Bible, death is a falling asleep. In the latter years of her life, my favorite aunt broke her hip and had a stroke. I talked to her. She wasn't in the city where I lived. I talked to her by phone. She was a person that had been ta- even taken into heaven once. And she said to me, what do you think happens to us when we die? And I said, oh, we fall asleep. It's very simple. It's just like falling asleep at night. You're asleep at night, you awake in the morning, and you don't even know how all that time, all those hours passed when you were asleep. But they passed you awoke. Well, we will fall asleep. We die. If a person dies, he falls asleep in Jesus if he belongs to Jesus. And when Jesus returns, he will awaken from that sleep. She says, oh, well, that's what I believe. Well, that's what the Bible teaches. So all of the people that you know who have been Christians in Christ, followed God, been godly, loved the scriptures, those ancestors of yours who are dead, they're not in that grave. That's the body. That's just like a lock of hair. The real person's not in that grave. The real person is asleep in Christ. The thing that makes the dead body so different from a live body is the spirit is no longer in the dead body. The spirit leaves at the time of death. And the spirit sleeps in Jesus. We know that by First Thessalonians chapter 4, start at verse 13. When a person dies, he falls asleep. One time I got a phone call from my cousin, and she said, Thurman died. Thurman was her husband. I was so shocked. I said, Thurman? She said, yes. He was in the hospital. He reached over and patted my hand and fell asleep. He was dead. I said, yes, that's what death is. It's simply falling asleep. She said she was going to take flowers to his grave. And I said, why? 
Who are you trying to impress? Thurman's not in that grave. Thurman's spirit is not in that grave. That's just the body. That's like a lock of hair. But the third person you knew as Thurman is not in that grave. At the time you fall asleep in death, the spirit leaves the body. And the spirit that belongs to God sleeps in Jesus. Now, how do I know that? Well, I know it because that's what Paul says happened. In the Bible, he says it. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, concerning those who die, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Sleep in Jesus. He's asleep in Jesus when he belongs to God. Verse 15. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. We won't go before them who are dead. There will still be people alive who won't have a physical death, but their spirit will leave their body. They won't take the physical bodies that we now have into heaven. We will have new spiritual bodies in heaven. Those who go first, those who die, we bury their body. But the spirit leaves the body at the time of death. And they are asleep, according to Paul, in Jesus, when they belong to him. Let's read that again. He says, I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them who die, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord, we shall not go before them which are asleep, who are dead. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And that will waken the dead who are asleep in Jesus. And with the trump of God, the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. So we all meet the Lord in the air. We don't have these physical bodies. We have new spiritual bodies. 1 Corinthians 15, 
start at verse 49. Paul says, And as we have borne the image of the earthy, your mother and your father, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly God, who is a spirit. That's the image we're going to have for all eternity. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. That's verse 51 of 1 Corinthians 15. We shall not all sleep. We shall not all die. But we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. It's in a blink of an eye. It happens that fast. Blink. That's how fast you'll be changed into a new spiritual body, which will be for eternity. Verse 53, For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Now, where are you going to go at that point? To the new heaven and new earth, which God created, and he showed this new heaven and new earth to the Apostle John in Revelation 21. Let's look at five verses in Revelation 21. And I saw a new heaven and new earth, says the Apostle John. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, because the body we're going to have there will not die. Death is over. And the Apostle John says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. We have pain right now on this earth and sorrow because we have these physical bodies. We will not have these physical bodies in heaven, so we won't have any pain or sorrow. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. In Matthew 22, 
the Sadducees came to Jesus and they wanted to entangle Jesus in his speaking. So they came to Jesus in Matthew 22, verse 23, the same day came to him the Sadducees, which say there is no resurrection, and asked him, saying, Master, Moses said, if a man die having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and raise up seed unto his brother. Now there were with us seven brethren, and the first, when he had married a wife, deceased, and having no issue, left his wife unto his brother. Likewise, also the second brother, and the third, and unto the seventh, all died, and at last the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, which they didn't believe in, whose wife shall she be of the seven? For they all had her as their wife. In verse 29, Jesus said to the Sadducees, Ye do err not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven. There are so many church people today that do not know that. I had a Baptist friend. Her husband died, and she was just so grief-stricken. They'd been married, I think, 60 years. And she said to me, Oh, I can't wait to die. I just can't wait to go to heaven where my husband is. She didn't know the scriptures. She's not even going to have a human body in heaven. She doesn't know the scriptures. We have spiritual bodies in heaven and are as the angels. We do not marry physical people in heaven like we do on this earth. My cousin, when she called me to tell me Thurman had died, she said she was going to go put flowers at his grave. And I said, why? Who are you trying to impress? Thurman's not there in that grave. That's just his body. His spirit's gone. I mean, it's it had departed from his body. You saw it. He's not there. He's asleep. So who are you trying to impress? She wasn't a church person. But she got very, very quiet and thought about that. And then she said, Well, then it doesn't matter where we are buried. And I said, that's absolutely correct. And I believe she was born again at that moment with that truth. When my father died, he was 78, had had a stroke. He was trapped inside of a shell of what he had been the earlier part of his life. He was now partially paralyzed. He 
couldn't drive a car or do anything independently. He was in a prison. They called me to tell me he'd had another stroke and quickly come. So I flew from Dallas to Lubbock, Texas, and we drove by car to the place he lived, which was 100 miles from Lubbock. It was in New Mexico. And when we got there, all of the relatives were sitting in this room. And I said, how's my dad doing? And they were kind of horrified because I didn't know he had died. And someone said, he's already gone, dead. And my response was, oh, good. I'm sure they were shocked. He was free from that physical body that was a prison. He was born again. He had fallen asleep in Christ, and he was gone from that body. He wasn't in that body. I never went to the funeral home to look at that body. I never saw his grave. Fortunately, the day that he was buried, we had a real bad windstorm. So they, we went out to the graveyard, but we didn't go to the grave because the wind was blowing so hard that we couldn't. And I never have seen his grave to this day. That is not the image I want of my father, under the ground in a grave. It won't help him and it won't help me. I know he has fallen asleep in Christ. And when Jesus returns, he will awaken and be taken to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness that's created by God for his people and described for us in Revelation 21. That's the memory I have. Well, Paul doesn't want you to sorrow like the people who don't know God. Once I saw a couple of Baptist women, and they were going out on Memorial Day to decorate graves, and I said, as Christians, how can you do this? What are you testifying to? Are you testifying against the resurrection? Are you testifying that that dead person is in that ground, in that grave? Don't you believe in the resurrection? Don't you know he's fallen asleep in Christ? He's not there. The spirit is not in that body. See, that's the truth. So Paul said, I would not have you sorrow like the heathen do who have no hope. Testify to the resurrection. I didn't see my mother or my father's dead body. That is not the way I want to remember anybody. I want to remember Christians by the knowledge of the Bible that they have fallen asleep and their spirit has left the body and sleeps in Jesus. For that is the truth of the Bible. And when Jesus returns, they will be awakened 
from that sleep and be taken to the new heaven and the new earth in their new spiritual body. Those are the scriptures, and that's the truth of the scripture. I have written these scriptures out for you, have attached them to this podcast. So I want to recommend to very strongly that you look at these scriptures that are attached in writing to the podcast and become stable in the truth of the Word of God concerning the death and resurrection and the new heaven and new earth. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.